When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2, our first episode of 2022. Yeah. Yes. It's a new year, Matt. It is. Yes, that's factual information. So who are you, by the way? Sorry. Um, this is, uh, well... You forgot to introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, um, I am Michael E. Cullen II, by the way, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Encarta. Sesame Encarta. A mm-hmm. guy I call Matt, though. I call him Matt. It's it's a nickname. I, yes. Matt's a nickname I've got, yes. yeah. My nickname for you is Matt. Matthew Haas. It's a bizarre nickname to have, but, but yeah, yeah it, it's it's... Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's a weird nickname, but you know, you call me that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Sesame, welcome to the new year, man. Thank you, you you as well. It's it's gonna be great, isn't it? Uh, I'm gonna go with um, just uh, survival. You know, um, decent. I I could take decent. Yeah, doesn't doesn't, have, doesn't even have to be good. Just um, consistent. Secure, uh, you know, with a little room for fun, happiness, that's all fine, but just a uh, uh, nice sort of consistent baseline should be should be fine. And, you it, know, just like uh, yeah. Adam Duritz said once upon a time, it's been a long December, and there's reason to believe that maybe this year will be better than the last yeah. No more deeper words have ever been said. What's that from? A long December. Counting crows. From what? Counting crows. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> Maybe this year will be better than the last. Oh. Good song. That's my favorite Christmas song. Um, oh, anyways, really? It's not a Christmas song, but I call it one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, today on the show, Matt, mm-hmm. Mr. Sesame and Carta, we are covering <laughs> an unsold pilot that was made in 1997, entitled Veronica's Video. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was directed by Don Scardino and written by Jay uh, Tarsus, who we've encountered in a previous episode of our show. Wait, we have? Yes. Jay Tarsus was an actor in The Duck Factory. The, the, the Oh, wow. That one with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Wow. He wrote this. Interesting. Yes. Who would be in the Duck Factory? He was the, I don't know, one of the writers in the office. He was like white Italian looking dude, sort of, kind of, you know? Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. I don't know. He was much, much younger, though, probably. Oh, yeah. At that time. Okay, okay. I think I might know what you're talking about. Yes. And, um, just a little background here on, uh, Don Scardino, the director of this episode, 
Um, he has directed episodes of well, actually, he, he directed a TV movie, which I don't know what it's about, but I'm thinking we're going to cover it next year for some reason. It's called The Bitch Who Stole Christmas. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's about, but I like the title. Um, he's also directed two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, wow. In very interesting. Yeah, which is probably <clears throat> one of my favorite new shows of 2021. That's really messed up, because I just started watching that, like, three days ago. Yeah. And I picked this episode completely at random. <laughs> I didn't that there was any connection to the two things. He's also he's also directed episodes of The Connors. Um, the Murphy Brown reboot in 2018. Young Sheldon. Eh. Two, bro eh. two Broke Girls. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Angel from Hell, um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, 30 Rock, Rescue Me, My Boys, which I really like that show, um, Law and Order, Hope and Faith, five episodes of Ed, hmm. um, The West Wing, Cosby. Wow. Jeez. Sports night. Oh my god, this guy's got like a stellar career here. Yeah, there's a lot of other things. Um, let me see, I'm just kind of giving highlights here. Um, that's all of his TV credit. Yeah, it looks like he's done a lot of TV stuff. Um, he also directed the incredible Burt Wonderstone movie. Uh, what's that about? I've never heard um, of that. It's a movie about a magician. A veteran Vegas magician tries to re revive his career after his longtime partner quits. He gets fired from his casino act, and the edgy new street magician steals his thunder. Um, mm. It's uh, starring Steve Carell, Steve Buscemi, and a bunch of other people. It sounds pretty good. Sad. It sounds sad, but it sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, check that out sometime. Maybe cover yeah. it for the podcast for some reason. Anyways, this show... Yeah, whatever. Why not? Yeah, but anyway, the just guys, you want to check out the Only Murders in the this um, apartment. What's it called? Only Murders, Only murders in, the, in the Building. In the Building. I, I'm not even joking when I say I actually think this is both Steve Martin and Martin Short's best role in their entire career. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, <clears throat> and I think, um, you know, and Selena Gomez is amazing in it too. So, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> they make a really good trio in this. Um, mm -hmm. They're the three, the new three amigos. Yeah, yeah, totally. You replace you replace the weakest link of your three with a. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, the weakest link at the time he was good, but um, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, people check that show out definitely. Um, season two is coming out soon, I think. Um, so they good because because my parents been watching it too a lot, and they were wondering if they're gonna do a season two. I'm like, oh yeah, have to. it was have it to. was already <laughs> renewed. Yeah, they're 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 currently filming season two right now. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, so uh. The show stars Corbin Burnson, who people may know from Psych or from uh, L.A. Law or from the uh, Major League movies. Hmm. Yes. So interesting. Um, yeah, as Nick Gluckin, a guy who decides to go around in a wheelchair, even though he's not really handicapped, and um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, he owns this uh, this video store <clears throat> called, for some reason, Veronica's Video, which we never find out why. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Then we have Matt Champagne, <clears throat> which is an awesome name, by the way. I'm like, I could have come up with that from one of my names. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Matt Champagne. Um, yeah. <clears throat> who plays Gary Gluckin, the son of, um, of uh, Nick Gluckin, who uh, is applying to get a job at the store. And uh, we'll go into that later um, when we get into the plot. Um, we also have Julie Benz, who people will know from Dexter and from Buffy and Angel and, you know, things of that nature. Um, All the good stuff. Yeah. Um, she plays Mary Sue Henderson, a woman who works at a chocolate shop nearby. We got a. Shasir Karup as Mr. Chandra. Mm. <laughs> a, uh, yeah. Stereotypical Indian man. Um, anyways, uh, so... <laughs> who's also trying to work at the, uh, video store. Um, we do have an appearance as a, with a kid customer, played by Chris Owen from the American Pie movies. Um, we also have an appearance in this episode from Greg Grunberg as Jeremy. And he's been in, like, Alias and Lost and Star Wars and anything associated with J.J. Abrams. And uh, as well as Heroes. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes. He's, like, one of J.J. Abrams' best friends, so that's why he's... Um, you know him if you see him. Anyway, so Sesame, my good yeah. friend, Mister Sesame and Carta, yeah, aka Matthew Haas. Um, what happens here in this pilot for Veronica's video? <clears throat> okay, I gotta clear my throat for this one. So this, okay. It opens up, you got some, like, shitty intro music, whatever. Uh, by the way, the the quality of the video we saw was so terrible, because it was, like, ripped from, like, a VHS or something. Yeah. It was, like, it was just bad. Like, the colors were just, like, it was barely any color at all. It was, like, <clears throat> almost yeah. black and white, but, like, it, it, it was not intentional. It's just the way it was. So, anyway, so, so part of what I'm about to say might be influenced by the fact that it was just such a bad copy that I had to watch. But, um, so this dude walks in, he wants to apply for the job. And then the guy who's in the wheelchair, even though he doesn't need to be in a wheelchair for unexplained reasons. And, uh, he's like, he's like, Hey, um, you know, you got an ad for the job. And he's like, yeah. And it says, it says to call the phone number. So then they have like this little banter back and forth where the guy takes out his cell phone and he calls the number and they start having this back and forth, you know, over the phone. Like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know. It's just like stupid banter. And then it turns out that they're actually father and son. And that's like how they, I guess, communicate with each other, I guess. I don't know. And then, uh, yes. And then he's like, it's like, oh, well, my dad's a real jerk or whatever. And then he's like, that that's never been proven. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not your real dad. You know, all this stupid crap, you know. And then that's like the big intro. And then it goes into the whole show. And he actually doesn't even technically hire him. He's just letting him work there for free, I guess. And then, um, and then we have the Indian dude show up. And then we find out that the guy's having like a competition, I guess, between who he's going to hire for this glorious video store called Veronica's video. Like, like that's what I don't understand is like, why are both of these guys fighting so hard for this job, which is like an absolutely terrible job. Like it's one thing that like, you're actually like trying to apply to something cool. Like, 
like they're sitting there in the whole episode talking about like how terrible this business <clears> is and how they're not making any money whatsoever. They're like, I gotta get this job that makes no money. Wait, what? Yeah, because uh, like, like he says, what does the <laughs> okay. what does the job pay? And he says, just below minimum wage. Yeah, he's like, that can't be legal. He's like, ah, oh, well, whatever. I'm like. Oh like, god, I, this show is I mean, so I, bad. I'm sure so, you could walk down the street to the Seven Eleven and get a better job or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, or go to the um, the chocolate place, even because yeah. they kept talking about how that place is so making so much money. And it's like, well, okay, go go. I mean, that seems like for one thing, better company uh, than your know, cranky father figure who sits in the wheelchair is like a joke for some reason that's unexplained throughout the whole goddamn episode. But um, and then uh. You got the Indian guys like like last night. I said he he seems like he's a combination of both Apu and Raj, but is somehow more racist than both of them combined. And then, yeah. uh, I mean the stereotypes, you know, of what he was made to say and you know and act and behave in certain ways that are just like and I don't know. Like they were just trying to do like this weird like edgy racial humor, but like like. Like they were trying to straddle the line between like being like offensive and like a Steven Crowder sense, but at the same time, like they're trying to like knock people's senses, you know, politically correct senses off or whatever. Like they're trying to like do this weird like I don't even know what their what their actual agenda like intention was with that, but it really fell flat. Cause at one point uh, Gary's like, well, like, why do you even want to hire this guy in the first place? He's like, oh, because he's got like a superb knowledge of like Bollywood films, and Gary's like, well, like, why would that matter? You know, for like this video store, like Bollywood movies, and then his dad goes on this weird thing about like, oh, well, times are changing and races are changing, like just weird, like, like what? And then he's talking about how his wife left them and that she like oh who's gonna save the the gentile race i'm like what the fuck is this guy talking about like you know like is he a nazi is he not a nazi like, what is going on here like yeah it's it, it it's very disturbing how offensive the show is um, i know totally it's like like i because i don't even know what they're even trying to get at with the half the shit they're saying like i'm like are they like is this are they trying to be edgy, or is this like just what they thought was funny? I mean, even 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 for um, 1997, which is you know you know like 25 years ago, <clears throat> it's still <laughs> very offensive. You know, it's like I mean, at the time, even I don't think there was anything really. I mean, obviously, you have a poo on The Simpsons and stuff that was around at that time that was pretty offensive, but. Not even he was that offensive. No, like I'm saying, yeah, like like there was something going on with like the whoever wrote this was trying to be like super edgy, I think, or something. Even yeah, even for that time, because I remember watching stuff at that time. Who even when I look back at it, I'm like, yeah, they they wouldn't really let that go that extreme or you know type of thing like that. Because like you know when you start talking about like saving the Gentile race, and then you start talking about how, like, the racial dynamics are changing. It's just, like, that's a weird... I don't know. Just something about it's weird. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, like... It's not even trying to be subversive in a way that, like, is, you know, about, like, uh, you know, trying to point out how racist people are through comedy or anything. You know what I mean? It's not... It did... If that's what yeah, you're going come for, off it like doesn't that. really come off that way. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what they're trying to do, but that's not how it came up. <laughs> I mean, I know they're, they're putting. I mean, it, it they, they are following the what I like to call like the the Kevin Smith uh, style of comedy, where you put the stupid things in the stupid man's mouth, you know. But yeah. you know, cause, like, yeah, there was a lot of banter going on, yeah. but it wasn't good banter like no. Clerks was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> what, what, what I mean is like, like in uh, in Clerks, you know, people are like, "Oh, it, he's being homophobic," and it's like if you notice, the person saying the homophobic shit is Jay. Who's the fucking right. idiot? You know what I mean? You you put the you put the stupid comments in the stupid person's mouth, and that points out how stupid those comments are. You know, right? It, yeah. And then in Clerk Two, you got him like literally tucking in his penis. Yeah. Like, and he's like obviously like exploring himself in yeah. ways that you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. he's, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, 
It's interesting. Um, but anyways, the, yeah, I mean, this, this, this show does, it does remind me in a lot of ways of the clerk's pilot we covered. Um, oh God, yeah. <clears throat> how it's, you know, wanting to be what it's, you know, it, I mean, if you think about it, this came out like just a few years after clerks and it's about a video store, which clerks right. had a element of, you know, and it's about mm-hmm. being a clerk in a store. And that was probably kind of what they were going for, but then they decided, oh, we'll we'll add an Indian character and make him the biggest stereotype in the history of the world. <laughs> I know, like for no reason. Yeah. Oh god. Because it's basically uh, like they, they're like, oh, let's get rid of Randall and we'll make him, or, or or Dante or something and make them make him a Indian guy, and then we'll put in a boss who's like a fucking racist asshole who is also, you know. Uh, ops, uh, you know, like basically, uh, you know, co-opting the whole handicap world, and um, which that's also super offensive. Yes. Like, like oh, he's lazy. Like oh, like yeah, like people in wheelchairs are lazy, right? Like no, it's because they they're fucking disabled. Like yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. So, anyways, um, we have um. We have uh, the the basic plot here. We go on where he, you know, he's basically hires uh, Mr. Chandra instead of uh, instead of his son. And uh, before that happened, though, there was like an incident where the 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 um they're talking about the candy, the chocolate or whatever, and uh, how there's a chocolate store nearby, and um. Yes, it was the greatest line of dialogue said here when they were talking about it. Mr. Chandra, because they were talking about how great this chocolate thing is, and uh, says something to Mr. Chandra about liking chocolate, and he says, um, he says, all races and creeds go yum-yum for chocolate. I'm going to say that again. All races and creeds go yum yum for chocolate. It's my favorite line of dialogue ever, Matt. Any thoughts on that great line, Matt? Yeah. Uh, It makes me want to, like, pull my hair out. God, it's, like, one of the most cringy lines of dialogue I've ever heard in any, in any show I've ever watched. Um, God, this episode made me feel so uncomfortable and like, in so many ways. Oh, too, it reminds me too. So then there's this whole thing going on where, of course, Mr. Chandra doesn't really understand like all of the like idioms of English or whatever, like takes things really literally. So like, there's this guy wants to go into the adult section and he's like he thinks that you have to be exactly 21 years old to go in there so if you're older than 21 you can't go in either so like he's like i don't know i'm I'm 67 it's like yeah it says 21 years old get out so then this guy's like well i I just turned 21 last week and he's like oh uh go in there you happy pervert or something something like that and uh, and the and and and, and, and the guy's obviously a uh, teenager. <laughs> uh, did not look like he was twenty one. Like, uh, it was Chris you know, Owen from the uh, American Pie movies who played uh, the Shermanator. So uh, oh, then, okay. Yeah. I, I thought that might have looked like mm-hmm. him. I could hardly tell because of how bad the film yeah. was. But like, um, yeah. So um, you get it though. The Indian guy doesn't understand. Like, you know, for real. Like he you know doesn't get it or whatever. So then like. This um, really attractive woman from the chocolate shop, which you don't really understand at first because they start playing like dreamy music or, you know, whatever type of thing. So you're not really sure if this is like a fantasy, you know, or whatever. And uh, she was told to deliver like a cupcake to Gary's dad because he, you know, he's the one that owns the video store. And like, 
Gary's like resorted to like not being able to like talk because she's so hot or whatever. It's like really like are we gonna do that? Like come on, like it's like, like the it's like that. What was that other show that we watched with uh, Patton Oswalt and uh, Brian Posehn? It reminds me a lot of that show too. Yeah, like I, I've had moments where I've like like had to talk to someone who is like just like extremely beautiful, like to the point of yeah. like almost like how like how is this even possible that like someone could look this good? But like I never got to the point where I'm like, oh, do do like he's doing or whatever. Like you know, it's like shut up. Like yeah, <laughs> like and then she's like you know like almost like sickly sweet, nice you know about everything. And like, then she's like, "Oh, maybe, maybe you'll get a cookie later," you know, and all these innuendo stuff. And then like, she goes and leaves, you know, back for the chocolate. Store. Yeah, she brought some kind of chocolate egg to uh, give yeah, to the dad. Egg. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, there's there's lots of symbolism with eggs, so maybe they're going for something here. It's this brilliant show, you know. And um, yeah, they they, they thought that deeply. What's that? <laughs> I said Wait, they thought that? that deeply when they were writing this. Yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah. Um, then the Shermanator comes out, and he's like, oh, I recognize her. She was in this movie, you know, the porn movie. Yeah. And like, oh, really? Oh, that can't be her. It's like, it's totally her, dude. So then, so we got that whole thing going on. So anyway, so the dad fires Gary, and, uh, you know, in favor of Mr. Chandra. And um, because, oh, yeah, by the way, the reason why they call him Mr. Chandra is because they can't pronounce his name. You get it? Get yeah, it? They Indian can't, name too hard to pronounce? Yeah, get they it? can't pronounce get his it? first name. It's too hard to pronounce. Ooh. Yeah, so, so from now on, he's Mr. Chandra, which, you know, sounds like a sign of respect when you think without without context, but with the context, is actually disrespectful because they can't yeah. take like, Seriously, think about it. How long would it take you to memorize someone's name even if it's a foreign name, five minutes, just repeating it over and over. You, you can't take five minutes out of your life to pronounce someone's name correctly. Really? Well, okay, well, anyway. I, I will go with this. So for years I worked with this, 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 this woman mm-hmm. whose name was Corrine, mm-hmm. not Corinne, but Corrine. That's how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. And for years, everybody called her Corrine. I mean, Corinne instead of Corrine. Mm-hmm. Except for me, because I actually took the time to learn how to say her name. <laughs> mm-hmm. She never cared because she was a nice person. But everybody else at the at at work called her Corinne and not Corrine. <laughs> wow. Well, she might have cared. It's just that you know. Yeah. But she never. It's the whole store because they're not gonna. They're not gonna ever gonna change and be nice people. Yeah, it's but, uh, like. <laughs> but it's like they all loved her and they thought she was great, but they never really learned how to pronounce her name. Yeah. And it was mainly uh, perpetuated by a manager who just didn't bother to learn how to pronounce half the people's names, anyways. I mean, yeah, we, we had people who was like, you know, who had longer names that she would shorten just because she couldn't remember the full name. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how it was. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, but we, we had a friend. I'm not going to say who because I'm not going to, you know, bring them into it or whatever, you know, like yeah. without their without their permission or whatever. But, like, they're one of their teachers never could pronounce her name, so they just called him Ocean. Like, sounds nothing like their actual name whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who named Ocean? Like, maybe, like, some California hippie school, like, where they don't do grades and they all yeah. drink, like, juice or whatever. Maybe, but, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know something like that, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Um, do you want to take a break really quick, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the rest of this episode? Sure. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? 
Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are back. Okay, so what else happens in this episode here, Matt? Um, we've got the so, so the hot girl comes in, and then he basically what we ends up having happening is that uh, they hire Mr. Chandra instead of uh, instead of the kid. So yeah, so Gary, yeah, and he can't talk because the hot hot girl from the chocolate store, yeah, um, who now the Shermanator thinks is part of the pornography video that he just watched. Whatever, and then, and then you know to keep to keep on with the whole weird racial stuff going on. Gary essentially stages a White Lives Matter rally outside the video store because his dad hired Mr. Chandra instead of him, which would have been kind of nepotism because he's a son. So if anything, he actually did a good thing by not hiring his son and yeah. instead allowed someone else to have a chance at a job. But anyway, okay. But yeah, but you know, like like, like typical nepotism pe- people who, you know, want to ride the coattails of their parents or whoever else in their family, they of course see that as injustice. Like, well, I, I'm entitled, you know, I'm going to take over this video store when I get old and put myself in a wheelchair, even though I don't actually need to sit in one. Um, you know, but now he gave it to some Indian guy, some non-white. Well, I'm not going to take that line down. So then... He goes off and does a White Lives Matter rally. Says reverse, reverse racism, reverse discrimination. He hired a brown guy instead of me. Therefore, it's an injustice, persecution. Yes, this was all of the fucking TV pilot for like a a comedy show. Like yes, and he's literally going out there marching by himself. I should add, um, in like 102 degree heat, and then like out of nowhere, like two friends from high school just happened to show up wearing suits. Didn't really explain where they came from necessarily. They just happened to be standing there, I guess. And then um, yeah, they start like razzing him about like not... See, that's the other thing. I was really confused because at first I thought they were like making fun of him, but then they would like switch off to like, hey, you want to go have drinks at my place? And then like they go to mocking him again. It was like I, I don't really understand the relationship here. <laughs> you know, like, Me either. And one of those guys was Greg Greg Grunberg. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't quite like really understand like the dynamic that was happening between the three. Um, so I'm gonna go on frenemies. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll never know, but maybe they would have became recurring characters if the show would have got picked up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And then the the hot chocolate lady, well, not hot cho- the hot chocolate store lady. That, wow. That's probably, that's <laughs> hot chocolate really lady. Yeah. Uh, well, he was doing a White Lives Matter rally. So, you know, um, you, know, you, you got to add the racial humor to the already hot simmering fire of the yeah. racial humor. So they already got there. No, the hot chocolate store lady yeah. uh, <laughs> comes back. And again, I'm starting to wonder if this woman even exists, really, because each time she comes, there's like this dreamy music and it's always when Gary's already kind of like in a daze. So it's like, 
I'm wondering if this was like heat stroke going on. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, she did exist the first time because the, you know, Chris Owens character did see her too and talked about her being yeah. in the. Well, maybe he imagined him too. No, yeah, no, who knows? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, no, yeah, she, she, she came by to, to like, say that she's proud of him for like standing up what he believes in. Uh, what he believes in is white supremacy. So I guess, okay, you're proud that whatever. Well, well, she did say she came from Indiana, and you know, and we all know Indiana is kind of like a red state, so it's possible that she may have had <laughs> some, some kind of you know run-ins with like Nazis and the fans, but you know that kind of thing. Jesus. So maybe that maybe that's why she's proud of him. It's like yes, go, go take it, stick it to the Indian guy or whatever. You know, I hate those people. You know, we we don't know, but you know it's possible. And um, so you know, perhaps Mister Chandra's on. Now all races and creeds go yum yum for chocolate. So you know, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> all Mind races you, and creeds pod- go yum yum for chocolate. This po- I can guarantee you, this podcast that we're recording right now is funnier than the actual show. So. Yes. So I think I do want to make a T-shirt that says "All races and creeds go yum yum for chocolate." Though you should do that, but but please don't don't put a picture with a guy in a turban on no, it. No, I'm not going to put anything on it. Just the words. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, I'll just don't, do yeah, don't put like Mr. Chandra's face on there, chocolate bar <laughs> on there or something. And um, anyway, yeah. so um, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want us to make that shirt, let us know. Um, Mike at that is a really good shirt yeah. idea. Yeah. I might make that, and then people will be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you already got a few good ones. You got the Mateo Kills the Crow. You've got... Um, I haven't made that one yet, but I... Uh, <laughs> oh, I okay. Um, I was going to, and I never got to it. <laughs> oh, okay. But I do I, 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 I do have the, the please stop massaging me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that dude, uh, the guy, you know, from the the what do they call it, the farm, the uh, like the, the, the whole farm. scam farm sort of thing. Yeah, the trying to, oh, like, um, yeah, or I'm a podcast promoter or whatever. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. Which again, they'd be not be weird, but like it does seem like a lot of them are from came from Pakistan, kind of. Yeah, and then we're talking about a show where they have an Indian. Guy, yeah, you know, so, it's like a huge stereotype. God. Uh, anywho, uh, um, <laughs> I'm not making a comment. I'm just saying it seemed like a lot of the people contacting you did seem to mainly come from that. Well, well, that's what. Unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's like the only kind of jobs that. those people can get there. Unfortunately, you know. Um, yeah. You know, some people can, you know, and it's just, it sucks because they, they get taken advantage of and right. end up scamming people. And half the time, I don't even know if they realize they're scamming people, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. it might, it might, the guy might actually be like an actual podcast promoter, but yeah. like can only get like shitty gigs. Like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not saying our show shitty, but like, you know what I mean? Like, but, but uh, I mean, on top of that though, that, 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 that whole thing, you know, if you, if you want to go back and listen to that, there was in one of previous episodes. I don't remember which one that we talk about this, but you know, the, the guy was completely a scammer, but he, um, <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy in particular was, but the, yeah. the conversation was interesting where we went back and forth to the point where we pissed him off to the point where he didn't want us to talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we kept we kept like asking him about like oh like, uh, like what like uh, well, how much are you well, willing to well, well, he, he he says I can do this for you and he showed me a a picture of like the 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 um the podcast that he supposedly helped and one of them was a Susie Orman podcast and I was like so so did you actually help Susie Orman I'm just trying to figure this out and he would not answer. <laughs> and plus too he's like I got I, I share my pod I share your podcast with like. My friends list, and he had like five friends on his yeah. Facebook profile. <laughs> it's like, dude, like I have like 140. Like that's pretty low for a lot of people. Like, like yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, I've got, I, I can share it, you know, with all my friends. And he had like less than 100 friends, and I have almost 5,000. So I'm just like, really? <laughs> and like half of them didn't even have profile pictures; they were just blank. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, okay, like. Are those other podcast buddies, or those those just other accounts that you have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so anyways, he said, "Please back, stop." Yeah. Back to this wonderful television show. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we got us kind of sidetracked, here, but but we do that. Uh, That's why yeah. you listen to us, folks. You love our sidetracks. 
If, if yeah. you'd like more of that, we could actually do a whole show about sidetracking if you just pay us on Patreon. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Like, we just won't talk about the actual thing, except yeah. for, like, very little. We'll, we'll just, just, we'll just randomly like, talk. Mm-hmm. It's just record yeah. you and I having a conversation. Um, that actually would be... We should do something like that. You know, like, how some people do, like, a like a marathon thing? Yeah. Like, they'll, like, do, like, live stream for, like, 12 hours straight. Yeah. We should probably just try to see how long we can carry a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> If you want that, folks, that's Mike at CullenPark.com. Let me know, and I can hook you up with our Patreon. You can check that out at all2real2.com. Anyway, so... Um, we'll be the next Joe Rogans, man. We'll just rant yes. for like 12 hours about ivermectin mm-hmm. and uh, in that silver shit now that Candace yeah. Owens... What's that called again? Something silver? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> it's something so... Uh, there's a, it's like the, the beginning words like a, with a, starts with an O, I think. Like, yeah. Obsolete. Whatever. Anyway, it's basically shit that's turned your skin blue, or it could permanently. And um, and if you want to look like a stuff. Smurf, go ahead and buy that stuff. You know, go ahead. Um, uh, so I'm sure you're a big fan of the Avatar movies or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. The uh, so 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 we got this situation where uh, the the hot chick <laughs> played by Julie Benz comes. Yes, the hot chick comes. The hot chocolate search. <laughs> Not the hot chocolate girl. God damn it. That was, sorry, that was like a miss. I was not me. <laughs> so the hot chocolate chick. And, um, no, she, the hot chocolate store. Oh, okay. So she, 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 she's talking to him and proud of him and stuff like that. And then and then he kind of asks her out. And uh, Oh, yeah, kind of. And, and then she says that she might be a lesbian. I didn't get that part. Well, that was weird. Um, it's like, where are they trying to be edgy here too? I don't. I didn't understand. Because she's like, I'm not sure. I'll get back to you next week. Like they're just trying to make her like a ditzy blonde type character. I think is what they were going yeah, for. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for, but it's just like okay. Then, so I think that's what it was because she was like kind of dumb and sweet and girly and like almost just like sickly sweet, you know. Um, and she's literally dressed like Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Kind of. Um, so. I don't know. Anyway, so. Yeah. Um, the dad ends up uh, realizing what, you know, you know, that, that he's proud of his son for standing up for himself. And then hires both him and Mr. Chandra. Yeah, he's like, all right, time to wrap up the White Lives Matter, you know, rally. Because you're, you're, you know, you're scaring away customers. You know, so. All two of them. And, um. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll I'll hire you as well as long as you wrap up the, the White Lives Matter protest or whatever you got going on and. We'll all be one big happy family. Can you please explain to me, though, why was he the dad in the wheelchair? Because he actually went so far as has a handicap, like, actual sticker on his desk. What was the point of this? Like, my ever my explain- whole theory on it is, is that the guy is just lazy. But, but it's not... It's, that's the thing, though. It's like... It, it seems like it would be more effort to move around in the wheelchair than to, like, just get up and walk. Like, so if anything, he's going out of his way to, quote, be lazy, but is actually doing more work in the process. What's the it's, point? It's, it's, a, it's a metaphor for life, Matt. I um, guess. How, 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 it's, how, it's, how sometimes it's like, in life we, 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 we take what we think is the easy way out, but it ends up being the harder way in the long run. Yeah, it's a really deep point in the show, <laughs> especially with the eggs. Eggs are always pop up. They're always symbolic, you know. They're like, it's like chocolate covered eggs because you got the candy it's, element it's, it's, to it. Eggs are like symbolic sweet. of rebirth and springtime. Yeah, and uh, springtime. Yes. And then you got, um, and you know, springtime for Hitler. That's was what a, I was just was thinking. You know, maybe maybe there's yeah. some kind of connection there. Um, yeah, because we know the Nazis, and so you know, and um, you know, Papa's got to save the Gentile race, and he did it, and that's why he's wife left him apparently i guess so i guess she went off to join the skinheads maybe or something i don't know and then um papa was just casually racist you know he wasn't yes. like wasn't gonna commit his life to racism he's like 
eh, I don't like them, but, you know, what are you going to do? Kind of thing, you know? So, like... <clears throat> But he does like Mr. Chandra. He take, he makes an exception. He's okay. He, he's he's one of the good ones, you know. And um, you know, but don't cross me. Don't don't ever disagree with me because then you won't be one of the good ones. No, hate. Me. That's how that works. So. Yep. A lot of deep, a lot of deep stuff in this episode. <laughs> so um. Anyways, they both end up working there, and that's kind of how it ends. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, shockingly. This was not picked up for a, 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 a second episode or even aired, as far as I know. Yeah. So, so do you, do you want um, me to look at some uh, some reviews of this episode, Matt? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's a couple from the Internet Movie Database. There's only two. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, so we have a one out of ten from Martin Haffer. I think we've read uh, previous uh, reviews from. <laughs> this was written on June 7th of 2020. Um, terrible and offensive to many. <laughs> yeah. I like searching YouTube for unusual films and forgotten television shows. Among my favorite searches are failed television pilots. And you can see dozens of different TV shows that, for one reason or another, are not accepted by the networks. Um, with some, it's strange because the shows were very good. Look Well was mm -hmm. genius, but the networks refused to greenlight it. Um, but most, well, you can easily see why they were never made into a series. Veronica's video clearly is one of those obvious ones. The story makes no sense. A young man who wants to be a filmmaker arrives at Veronica's video, one of the worst video rental stores in the world. The owner is an abusive, is abusive and uses a wheelchair sometimes <laughs> I'm uh, I am sure disabled folks might be a mi bit miffed when they see that he probably is using it because he's lazy. What is um, more obviously offensive is Mr. Chandra, a ridiculous stereotype by writers who know little about Indian immigrants. While he is dressed like a Sikh, the man is more like a poo from the Simpsons and the name Chandra is not a name a Sikh would use. They adopt the surname Singh. Um, sl sloppy, but also an unfunny and offensive character. When the young man is given a job, it is on the condition that it's probational, and the owner will uh, keep either the young filmmaker or Chandra. This begs you to question why either guy would try this hard to get a job at a horrible store run by a horrible man, and for <laughs> less than minimum wage, which is illegal. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly what I was saying. Why are they fighting so hard for yes. this job? It just doesn't make sense. And given that the show isn't funny, well, it's pretty obvious why the series never was never made. I'm just amazed they even made the pilot. Okay. So that's that. Um, totally agree with everything. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Here's one from X from triple X man. Um, mm. Written in uh, December 8th of 2006 i was in the audience he says i was a member of the live studio audience when the sitcom pilot was shot between takes there was a comedian who got up and bantered with the crowd he was approximately 10 times funnier than the show <laughs> <laughs> the details have gotten gotten cloudy in my brain but i can't guarantee total accuracy but i remember that corbin bernson played an abrasive video store owner confined to a wheelchair for some reason i don't believe uh we were ever explained um <laughs> who's a strange son son shows up to work um to work for him other characters included a noxious east indian employee at the store who be became the sworn enemy of um bernson's son in other words, he was set up as the character who will trade dumb insults with him for the duration of the show. And there was a cute young female love interest who, in the only remotely funny bit, unexpectedly reveals that she's a lesbian. I didn't find that funny either. But anyways, I, re I remember that. Stupid, like yeah. <clears throat> he says, I remember that only one scene required a second take. Do they always shoot sitcoms this fast? And basically, it just wasn't <laughs> funny. The jokes were nothing special, and there was a little, and there was little to distinguish it from the hundreds of other mediocre sitcoms. 
As most of the action took place in a tiny one-room video store, it was hard to see how this show could have lasted long without falling into monotony. So I wasn't surprised at all the at all that Veronica's video never got aired. One final memory. At one point during the taping, the audience was admonished for not laughing enough, which should tell you something. Uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Come on, guys. You have to really... No, sorry. Yeah. No. If it's not funny, it's not funny. Um, exactly. Um, it definitely is not funny. Um, it reminded me, too, about Mr. Chandra really quick. So, like, there's a part at the end where, like, he would just start, like, agreeing with whatever... Um, What's the guy's dad's name? I forgot his name. Um, I don't remember uh, the character's name, but it's Corbin Burnson. Whatever. The whole, the terrible guy, you know, the owner. Yeah. Like, every time he would say something, he would, like, he would, like, change his mind and agree with whatever he said. Like, basically becoming, like, a yes man. I'm like, oh, God. This is, like, really awkward. Yeah, I just... I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think anybody should ever watch this? No. No, this is just terrible. I mean, even even if you found like a like a better quality, because like for me, the the bad quality of the film was just like the the icing on top of like the terrible chocolate cake, you know, that they have next door. Um, <laughs> it was like if even if I even if like they had like a four K version of the show, I still would have thought it was terrible. Yeah, um, but um, just watching it like that. It was just like extra bad. Like just like it felt so awkward. Like I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, you know, I really should be like watching Cobra Kai or something I actually like enjoy. Here I am on my phone with my headphones on, just watching this. Staring at the screen. <laughs> so, um, question: How could they have made the show better, Matt? Uh, for one thing, by not having it at all, that would be a start. <laughs> but like. Another star is scrap the, the racist Indian caricature. Just don't have an Indian character. Just don't just don't have it being like, I'm gonna come back with chicken. They're like, oh, you get it? Indians eat chicken for some weird reason, even though some Indians are actually vegetarian because of the whatever. We don't we don't care about that. Um, and I mean that's the one stereotype they weren't going for. Like, oh, he's eating chicken. He, he's not a vegetarian. Oh wow. Um, we're gonna say. We're going to say he's Hindu, but we're going to have him wear a thing like a Sikh, but we're going to use the wrong name. And it's like, like, what what were they going for? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what were they going for? I don't know. Um, I don't either. (laughs) So, grab that character. Get, you know, you could have an Indian character. Just don't make it like that. Um, You know, stop the abrasiveness of the, the dad character. Wait. Way overkill. Well, my, my um, thing with it is, is keep the abrasiveness. Explain why he's abrasive. Explain why he's using a, a wheelchair. <laughs> give you give you some reason for his character to exist the way it is. I'm fine with there being a, you know, asshole character. Because you kind of need that in certain ways. But my main thing with it is, is keep that, but just explain why. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it was a little over the top, though. <laughs> yeah, just like the band, it was like, it felt like it was a whole sling of one-liners. Like, that's, that's like, all it was. One-liners are fine, but like, you can't have that be the entire dialogue. Like him going off in these rants about how his wife, like, broke his kneecaps for some reason. And then talking about how he was going to save the Gentile race and well, like, what the hell? Like, see, my my whole thing was is maybe change it to make a reason why the kid has to work at the video store. Maybe he got kicked out of film school. Um, needs the money. Applied a bunch of different places, couldn't get hired anywhere else. Because there is no reason whatsoever that the kid should have to work for his dad. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, 
<laughs> go down the street to the blockbuster if you want to work in a block in a in a video store. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not some like mom and pop, like barely hanging on by a thread video store. You know, like because I remember when I was a kid, you know, the, there were stores like that. Like you know, like it wasn't yeah. Blockbuster and like other stores didn't really take up like the whole market at that point. But like yeah. by 1997, pretty much it was Blockbuster. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I remember we it was actually my neighbor just who lived two two houses down when I was a kid. He actually owned um, the video store that was right in the same complex of a gas station. It was called Video Hits. You know, just a very generic title yeah. name. And we used to rent our games and, and um, you know, movies from there. It's just small, small, pretty much like the same size as that store. It's kind of small yeah. area. And then um, eventually, you know, he sold it to, you know, do up, start other businesses because he couldn't compete with, like, because for us it was Blockbuster in our area wasn't really huge. But what we had was called Video Connection was a big store. Yeah, there was Video Connection and Family Video and yeah, Hollywood video and all these ones that kind of took over everything. Yeah, see, Video Connection eventually became Hollywood video. But then yeah. it went back to Video Connection, which is weird. And then, uh, well, it became yeah. it became Movie Gallery. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, then Movie Gallery <clears throat> got bought out by Hollywood Video. Oh, I so, see. Okay. Um, yeah. Or something of that nature. It might have been the other way around. It might have been that Movie Gallery bought Hollywood and then just kept the Hollywood name. Yeah, those were so cool, though, man. I, I I miss video rental stores or game rental stores, or whatever. Um, yeah, there's like none, thought, no, none, none really around anymore. No, not really. I thought it was so cool to just go inside and just look around. Uh, you know, streaming's fine and everything, but um, you know, there there was something too, like just going there physically and just like. Yeah, looking at the, looking at the box and reading the cover, yeah. and you know, yeah, the um, <clears throat> and I worked at a blockbuster video for years, so I kind of have a yeah. you know, see see what one thing I would love to do for our podcast, and if we ever get enough money to do it, it would be great, is to go to the last blockbuster that's out, it's out west. Oh, Alaska, I think is no, no. There's one in Alaska. The, the ones in Alaska closed. There's one. Oh, out, okay. like, I think it's out in Oregon. Um, okay, and um. But I would love to go there, do a video component and a podcast component about the store and interview the people and stuff like that. Um, it would be fun. If you guys would love us to do that, please donate to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, for the gas and like renting a car that's good. Yeah. And, you know. Yes. And all that. Like my, my car is, is like twenty years old. It's not going to make it to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no. I mean, we we probably want to fly out there and then rent a car. Um, so I don't know. Road trip might be funner though. More fun though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't we, know. Well, if you'd ever love us to do, like, I think it would be awesome to do a podcast. Like, if we could just afford it, like, do a podcast, a road trip podcast, where we go around and interview people about movies. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then, and then we like we we end up like accidentally. Like running into like an alt right rally, and then we end up talking to a bunch of Nazis, and then, and then uh, we bring up this show, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's I like that character. He's cool." Yeah, this is their favorite show. I think I'm pretty sure yeah. that this is the show that started queuing on, and um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but anyways, um, I any any other thoughts here on this, Matt? Before we wrap things up here, no, I, I'm I'm spent. Yeah, me too. Um. I will say, folks, uh, Happy New Year. Um, be sure to give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also now review people on Spotify. So, oh. yeah, review our show on Spotify, please, folks. You know, it'll help people find our show. Um, and on anywhere else that you can review it. But um, I just found out you can review shows on Spotify now. So do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Sounds, that sounds cool. If you have any thoughts or anything about this episode or any of our episodes or something you'd love us to cover, give me a message at Mike at CullenPark.com. That's C-U-L-L-E-N-P-A-R-K.com. Anyway, so um, also check out all 2 real for links to everything else. Um, 
check out our T public and maybe we'll have uh, some new shirts based on this episode that say, you know, all races and creeds go yum yum for chocolate. <laughs> oh god. Which is very true. They all do. Except for my yeah. father who's allergic to chocolate. Um but anyways, the uh <laughs> Um but anyways, folks. Until next time. Wear a mask, get vaxxed, go yum yum for chocolate. <laughs> and uh wear a condom. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now